So you really want to finally leave your day job to launch that longed-for business and the life you know it will bring. But guess what? The bottom falls out of the economy and you feel you just can't take the risk. What can you do instead? Well, you could put it back in the box of one-day dreams until there's a better time to launch. Please don't do that. There will never be a better time than now, as there will always be something in the way. A better way is to start your business up alongside your day job. In other words, to start a side hustle. Because as well as allowing you to wet your feet in the entrepreneurial pool in a safe way while the economic mood is low, there are many other reasons why a side hustle is a great option to get started in the entrepreneurial world. If you want to get going towards making a business and life you love happen, stick around as I share why side hustling just could be the answer for you. Are you ready? Then let's dive in. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development, and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Powering Your Passion podcast. I hope you're having a great week so far. Can you believe it? We are on to episode three in this series about starting a business in challenging economic times. Each episode can be listened to on its own. They don't have to be in a particular order. But if you miss the first two, when you finish this one, go back and check them out for more insights. Now, although this subject is something that's topical now, particularly in the UK, What I'm talking about in this series is relevant whatever time you're listening to this episode. The fact is that as a business owner, you will go through ups and downs in your business and will work through differing economic environments over the years. So it's all worth thinking about and putting things in place to mitigate against it. This time, I want to talk about the reasons why you should start your business as a side hustle before you leave your day job. Even if you're not that risk averse and are confident in your business idea and plan, A side hustle can offer a lot of benefits in terms of setting up a business for the long term. Now, I know that starting a side hustle is not always possible because the company you work for may not allow it. This can happen particularly if you plan to have a business in a similar field or your employers would not like their business to be associated with your brand. But for those of you who are able to start exploring your passion as a business on the side of your day job, then it's definitely worth you going for. There are many, many upsides and very few downs. The main challenge is actually finding the time to fit in and prioritise your new business while working full time, which I'm going to talk about later. But let's start with the reasons why having a side hustle is a great way to start your business, particularly when the economy is not at its best. The first up is that a side hustle is great for checking if working with one of your passions is really something you want to pursue. Because it's only when you've really worked with something a lot and when it's gone from being a fun hobby you do when you feel like it to that thing you consistently have to work in and work out ways to make money from that you really discover if it's actually a passion. Because a passion really shouldn't feel hard. Even if you have to work in it a lot or do long hours or you have to squeeze it in around your nine to five, you should still be excited to do it. You should feel like you can't wait for your day job to end so you can get working on your business. 
I remember being really resentful of my day job because I wanted to work on my business more. I had all these ideas and enthusiasm and motivation for that and knew that I really wanted to be working on it full time. I used to dream of the day I could. So although I'd be tired or it was late at night or early in the morning when I had the chance to work on my side hustle, I always woke up and found the energy once I was able to focus on it. So if you're finding working on your fledgling business or side hustle a real chore, which you just don't enjoy, then you will need to consider if it's the right thing for you. That doesn't mean you have to scrap the idea of having a business or a side hustle entirely, but you maybe need to consider if one of your other passions is a better basis for that business. So the next thing I want to talk about is getting clear on your offering. So starting your business or freelancing as a side hustle gives you the chance to really get clear on what your best offering actually is. And what I mean by offering is is what product or service you will create from your passion that not only will give you the level of income you need, but is also something that will work in your lifestyle that you're aiming for and how you like to work in general. For an example, you might start out thinking your offering will be teaching Italian by creating an online course, but realize that actually you don't really like the tech involved and the more impersonal nature of online courses, and you really love teaching in person. So you can pivot to a one-to-one basis or maybe have groups or face-to-face with perhaps an online element to back it up. If you discover you actually just don't like Italian, then well, that's something you might need to give up. But otherwise, you can try and develop a different idea. Or if you start a business making cupcakes to sell, but then find that although you love baking, doing it on a larger scale is just not right for you. So you can change your offering to something like teaching other people how to bake or starting a YouTube channel about cupcakes and your bakes. And yes, YouTubing is now considered a business now. So you see what I mean? You really can use your side hustle to test and perfect the things you'll be offering to your audience and to make sure you're actually going to enjoy it or you're not going to be able to keep it up long term. And this leads me up to my next point, which is that alongside testing your offer and getting that right, you also can work out who your audience really is because you can't sell to everyone. I know that seems strange to hear, but to actually get people interested in what you do, you need to niche down to something specific so you can really attract people to that particular offering. There's a saying in marketing that if you speak to everyone, you speak to no one. In other words, you're not saying anything that will resonate with anyone because you're trying to please everyone. You need to focus on your ideal audience so you can adjust your offering to something that they'll want and really speak their language. And this makes things like advertising, social media engagement, and talking about what you do so much easier. For example, if you have plans to have a photography business, you need to decide what your audience you're going to go for and therefore what your niche will be. Because if you say, I photograph everyone, then what will inspire a potential customer to choose you out of the hundreds of other photographers in your region? But if you say, I specialize in photographing babies and small children in natural settings like in woods or water or surrounded by flowers, then you'll immediately will attract people who want to arrange a more unusual or natural baby photo shoot. Yes, you might narrow down your potential audience, but you have far more chance of attracting that smaller audience to you and actually having them buy from you. You can then really narrow down your audience to what's called your ICA, your ideal customer avatar. Now, I mentioned this in the last episode, episode 68, because knowing your ICA is important for understanding how they may react in an economic crisis. But in terms of how you talk about your business in real life, online and on social media, 
Knowing exactly who you're talking to so you can connect with them on a deeper level is essential. They will like what you say and become fans of what you do because it sounds like you're talking directly to them. Now, your ICA is one single person, not a real person, someone you create based on all the things you know about your target audience. They are the potential customer who wants and needs your offering. In other words, your product or service. They are also a person that you would love to work with because you want to attract people who you will enjoy working with, particularly if you're in a service-based business like coaching or photography or health consulting, basically anything where you have a lot of contact with your customer. Working with people who don't have the attitude or work ethos that you have can make things difficult for you and they can also be disappointed as you may work in a way that doesn't suit them. So no one is happy. So you want to attract those people that most align and resonate with your business ethics and values and how you like to work. Why do we need to be clear on that? Well, to have a business that brings in an income, you need to follow this equation. The right offer plus an engaged audience equals profit. If what you have to offer is not quite right, or if the audience you're pitching to is too broad or not the right one, the equation will fall apart. So when you start your side hustle and you're not relying on it for income, you can play around with different niches, potential audiences and ICAs so you can find the thing that feels right for you and you also know that there's going to be a demand for it. Then if you move your side hustle to being your main gig in the future, you'll have the confidence and clarity that you've tested it out and know that what you have chosen to do will work and you can concentrate on building it up rather than second guessing yourself. So next up is that you will have the luxury of starting small and taking it slow. When you leave a job and your business is your main form of income, you need to hustle hard to grow your business because you need it to pay your bills. So if you're still working and starting the business on the side, then make the most of it. Take your time, learn what you need to do and just focus on one thing at a time. There's going to be a lot to get your head around. I'm talking about all the processes, systems and tech that comes with starting a new business. So setting up your company, working out the regulatory responsibilities that come with being a business owner, tax and finances, banking and all the admin and of course all the tech, take some time. So take that slow. When you actually launch your side hustle, keep it simple. You can start small like taking one-to-one clients or just one commission for work each month. This also keeps things manageable and helps you avoid the overwhelm which can affect side hustlers. You can then pull back on your job gradually, maybe going part-time eventually, and start to add more aspects of your business into the mix, until you're doing more in your side hustle than in your job, or certainly focusing more on it. And also, of course, making a decent income. Then you can ditch the day job and can graduate your side hustle to a full-time business. So pro tip here, Don't try and do all the things that you hear about. It can be really tempting, especially when you get talking to other entrepreneurs and side hustlers who are doing all sorts of fun things and you want to do it too. You do get a lot of FOMO. So be aware of that. Stick to your own path as it can be easy to get overwhelmed if you take on too much in your side hustle and you still need to keep your day job going. Take it slow and steady and enjoy the time you have. Because once you're full time on your business, you're not going to be able to have that kind of luxury to take things slow. A big benefit of starting a side hustle is that you get to find out with little or no risk if being your own boss, becoming an entrepreneur or freelancer really is right for you. You don't want to take the leap and realise after you've left your nine to five world that you really don't like working for yourself. Everyone has their talents and their strengths and although I don't think there's a magic recipe before being an entrepreneur, 
I do know that not everyone is right for that kind of life. If you are the right fit, it can be amazing. You can have freedom to design your business and in consequence your life however you want. But if you're not suited to it, then it can be a difficult situation to manage and you'll not be happy. The thing is, it's hard to know if you're suited to it or not beforehand. Some people you can see straight away that they're meant to be their own boss and they will 100% know it too. While other people have always known that they'll eventually start a business, but others have not considered it until the opportunity arises. I think if you're type two or three, you should consider starting a side hustle while you're still in your day job to make sure it's what you really want. Okay, as you still have a job while you have the side hustle, you don't get the full experience of what it's like, but you do get a good idea. Also, as you start hanging out with other side hustlers and people who have their own businesses, you can learn from their experiences. So what kind of challenges can come up? Well, the pandemic was great to give us the experience of working full time from home. For some of us, it drove us up the wall completely and others, they thrived. But which one were you? If you found it difficult to work at home while still be part of a team, how will you deal with it being just you? Even if you want to eventually hire a team in the beginning, for the most part, as a new small business owner, it will just be you. And can you deal with that isolation? With a side hustle, you can ease into this as you'll still have your work colleagues and the support of the company. But on the times you're working on your side hustle, you can see how it feels and work out if it'll be okay doing that full time when you eventually leave your job. Also, when you're an employee, you have responsibility for your own work, maybe a team or a department or even maybe a subsidiary if you're in a more senior role. But you are not the ultimate boss. There's always someone above you. You always need to get approval, if not for everything, certainly for the impactful decisions. You may also have to accept decisions from higher up the chain of command that you don't agree with, but have to present them to your team as something you're on board with. So it's a breath of fresh air to have the ultimate decision making for your business to not have to ask for permission to decide on a project or what customer to work with, or even when you're going to go on holiday. You can go with what you've decided is right. But it can also go the other way. You don't have anyone to bounce ideas off. You have to make all the decisions, which can be exhausting sometimes. When I have a bad day and have yet another decision to make, I would just love someone else to make the decision for me. But those days are really few and far between. Normally, I love being able to decide, I love being able to help people without there being an agenda. And of course, I love that every bit of work I do is investing in my own dream rather than someone else's. But it's not for everyone. And you might find that you prefer having less responsibility. Another thing that can be challenging to master is the fact that when you leave your day job to be a business owner, you end up wearing lots of hats. I'm not talking about baseball caps or a nice trilby. Although you're welcome to wear whatever you want in your home office, you wear the hats of CEO. CFO, CRO, CPO, COO, CMO, CTO, basically the whole C-suite, as well as being the person who does all the deep work and the day-to-day admin in your business. Now, some people, like me, thrive on that. They love learning about lots of different topics and the variety keeps them energised. Yes, you may eventually contract out all or parts of these roles, but you have to enjoy being a generalist in it all and always keeping an eye on everything. However, having all these hats isn't for everyone, particularly if you've always worked in large companies where everyone is siloed into specialisms and you aren't used to doing more than one thing. You may get a bit overwhelmed with juggling everything. Equally, you may be craving to get out of the siloed life and have more variety in your life as a business owner. But the point is, you won't know if you enjoy the variety and the challenge of having multiple roles 
if you don't try it out in a small way with your side hustle. So before we finish, I just want to share one really important thing to consider before starting a side hustle or even just setting up your business to launch after you leave your nine to five. You have to find the time and the energy to do the work. I've no doubt you already have a really full agenda and are probably maxed out in terms of your schedule. Maybe one of the main reasons you want to be your own boss is to get off that hamster wheel and have more work-life balance and time for your family and friends. So planning to start a business or actually starting a side hustle will have to fit into that already full life. And time and energy is not going to magically appear. That's a fact. You have to make room for it. So before you do anything, before you even think of starting to do the work on your business, you need to look at your life and make some changes so you can prioritize the time for your new venture. That means finding a way to reduce the amount of work you have to do in the time you actually have to do it. That sometimes means making difficult choices of sacrifice to get the work done, like maybe spending less time with friends and family temporarily, getting up earlier, stopping volunteering for extra responsibilities at work, pulling back on hobbies and whatever it takes to carve out some time that becomes your time for building your dream business. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. Entrepreneurship is a lot about sacrifice in the beginning. You do it so you don't have to sacrifice later, so you can have the life you want for yourself and your family. It's short-term pain for a lifetime of long-term gain. The bottom line is, if you're thinking about starting your own business or becoming a freelancer, then starting it as a side hustle can be a really good choice. You get to try it out for size and get the best fit for you. You can also make sure you're ready financially, practically and emotionally to leave the employee life. You may find you love being your own boss and can't wait until you can transition from your day job. Or you might find you hate it, that it's not what you expected, and then concentrate on finding the right balance for happiness in the employee world. But even if you love working for yourself, you may find that your passion isn't strong enough, that working with it has made you fall out of love with a hobby you once enjoyed, and you have to look at other options. You may discover that the way you plan to bring your passion into the world is not quite right and you need to think again. Ultimately, you may actually decide to keep your passion as a side hustle, or you may prefer to just keep it as a hobby. Whatever you find out about yourself and your business, at least you know. By starting a side hustle, you're able to get clear on what you really want, what your ideal customers want and what they need, and ultimately if you want to move forward with your business or not. So really, starting a side hustle is a win-win. That's it for this episode. If you miss anything or want to read the key points, take a look at my show notes. The link is in the episode description wherever you're listening to this podcast. And remember, you deserve to live your passion, so go for it. This is your time. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher, or go to my website, nicolohara.com forward slash podcast.